This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon, excuse me, and welcome. Well, we talk about road safety a lot here on Fight Back about all the preventable accidents and injuries sustained by pedestrians, cyclists, passengers, and drivers. There is overwhelming evidence that wearing a seatbelt greatly increases your chances of surviving a crash or minimizing your injuries. In that context, it's really hard to believe that there are still people who can't be bothered to buckle up when they get into a car. That decision cost 347 people their lives in the last five years. 347 people killed because they didn't buckle up. And 40 of those fatalities occurred this year. Um, I find that number staggering. And that is why the OPP has kicked off its fall seatbelt campaign. I want to hear from you. Do you buckle up? Is it automatic? Do you know people who don't? Uh, Do they have various excuses? Are you shocked by these numbers? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt joins me. Welcome. Sergeant Schmidt? Sergeant Schmidt? Uh, uh, we're just trying to uh, figure out uh, what is going on with the line. Um, I have some interesting information here. Um, I think we have Carrie Schmidt here. Sergeant Schmidt? Hi, how are you, Libby? Fine, how are you? <laughs> Very well, yeah, I don't know what happened there. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're kicking up our seatbelt campaign, and uh, it's going strong. The problem is we're looking for this. Uh, every single day of the year already. It is one of the big four, one of the leading causes of death on our highways, and it shouldn't be. Uh, Yeah, does it surprise you that we're still talking about this? Well, the seatbelt law has been in place, if you didn't know, for 40 years. This is the 40th anniversary of uh, mandatory uh, seatbelts in Ontario. And unfortunately, we have a very high compliance, I I would say, in the 90s, high 90s for sure, but there's still those few people that are not consistently putting their seatbelts on, and they're not, or, or they say they will, but they don't put it on in time. And just like today, I was out doing some enforcement this morning, and uh, just standing on an off ramp, watching cars get onto the highway. And here we have cars coming through, construction workers, passengers, uh, drivers of all sorts, and they're uh, they're not buckled up. They're more concentrated on their coffee and their mug and their newspaper and, and getting to the office than putting on their seatbelt, which only takes a couple of seconds. Wow. Um, so uh, when you're talking about enforcement, what are we talking about here? Well, you know, we're out there. We're education, enforcement. Uh, we're trying to raise the awareness. We want people to understand that the consequences for not wearing your seatbelt may not be a $240 ticket. 
it may be far worse, and it may be a serious injury. It could be a fatality. Like you were mentioning before, 347 people died in the last five years because they were not buckled up. And uh, and that's a pretty sobering number. 43 already this year. The number has actually gone up since oh. that media release went out. So it's something that uh, we're trying to bring attention to. And, and, and when we look at the demographics as well, it's not just... The, uh, you know, we think it's maybe just the older guys that you remember back in the day, 40 years ago, when you didn't have to wear a seatbelt. But the highest number are actually men in the first place, between men and women. 75% of our fatalities are men. Well, that and... makes total sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would maybe, but, uh, and then also within the demographic, the ages of between 24 and 34 is the highest represented age demographic, and that includes men and women. Those are the highest rates of, uh, of people who are or being killed in collisions, and they're not buckled up. So it's the young adults that I think should know better. I think everybody should know better. I find I find that very um, odd and interesting because uh, these younger people have never known a time when seat belts weren't mandatory. Exactly. I mean, it was forty years ago. They're twenty-five years old. They're thirty-four years old. Yeah. Uh, so I, is is it because uh, young people uh, tend to take more risks? I mean, they're not teenagers, though. Well, it's not like they're a daredevil saying, watch me drive without a seatbelt. Uh, is it just complacency? Is it just laziness? Vehicles uh, have the little reminders going off, and, and some people will put it on just to get rid of that annoying uh, bell. But uh, it may not go off if you're a passenger in the back seat or an older vehicle that doesn't have the reminders, or they'll disable those. Uh, reminders as well. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not that inconvenient. It's not that uh, it's uncomfortable or it's going to be uh, rubbing ac- across uh, your nicely uh, pressed uh, clothes or suit or whatever it is you're wearing. It's it, There's really no excuse for it. And it's the, one of the simplest things that you can do before before you start driving, after you get in a vehicle, that could keep you alive. Let's... The, the, the vehicles these days are so advanced. Traction control, stability control, roll control, uh, airbags, crumple zones. The safety cage that you're sitting in is incredible. But all those features will have absolutely no value to you if you're flying outside of the vehicle after being ejected through the sunroof. And and being ejected is uh, the main reason that, that people end up uh, dying in these accidents if they're not buckled up. Is that right? Well, and the other fact, well, that's one of them. Very often they do get ejected, or, or if they're not ejected, the way they get tossed around inside the vehicle makes them a little missile inside that vehicle. And if you go head-to-head uh, with an unbuckled occupant, if you have your seatbelt on and you're driving and uh, someone in the back seat is not buckled up and you get into a wreck, they're going to come rocketing towards you and they're going to hit you and... You know, it could easily kill you as well, even though you are probably buckled because you have these these unrestrained objects flying through the vehicle. Um, let's get to the penalty. So you were mentioning a two hundred and forty dollar ticket. Are there points attached to this yep. as well? There are demerit points attached to that as well. Two points upon conviction, and you know there there's sanctions on that. And also keep in mind. If you're a driver and you're carrying children under the age of 16, you're also responsible for them. So if they choose to pile in the back, you've got all the kids uh, jamming in the back, and, and there's uh, three seatbelts and you've got four people in there, well, you've got an unbuckled person. 
first of all, they're at risk, but you as a driver are responsible, and, and you can be ticketed uh, for them not being buckled if they're under 16. Now, if you're an adult, that changes, and then you are responsible for your own actions. But if you're inside a vehicle with an unrestrained, unbuckled occupant, I would raise my voice, and I would uh, voice my concern, because you don't know when things are going to happen. And if you are involved in a wreck, they will not have time to put on their seatbelt, just like you won't have time to put on your life jacket if you're in a boat going overboard. Uh, it, it's something you got to put on as a habit right off the, off the bat and be secured and be safe. So uh, it really is uh, just, it should be common sense. Does but. it does it affect, I mean, if there is an accident, I know that even though we have no-fault insurance, uh, the insurance companies do assign fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if somebody is unbuckled, does it change that aspect of things? Well, I guess it depends. Like, normally the person is probably going to be sitting in the vehicle until the vehicle goes sideways, and now they're they're sliding into the passenger compartment or outside the window. So you know, I don't know if that affects the ability for someone to drive. But you know, the fact that they're not buckled certainly uh, won't bode well for them. Obviously, their injuries are going to be far higher, and there could be, uh, I don't know how the insurance companies rate the, rate the injuries, but you know, your injuries are going to be far more significant if you're not buckled up. And so you know, they may look at that and say, well, no, that was, that was your own responsibility. I don't know how they rate that, but you know, it's just not worth the risk. And uh, ha- ha- do you know, has it been quantified how much... Uh, more serious injuries are if you're not wearing a seatbelt, or how much more likely uh, a fatality is? Well, you know, I, I don't have numbers to back up, but I can tell you from my experience, I've been doing collision reconstruction uh, for 10 years. I've been on the job for 16, and uh, when we get called to these big crashes, these fatalities, and you, you get to a collision scene when someone is lying out on the highway, uh, deceased, and you look at the vehicle that they came out of, which is completely intact, save and except for uh, some smashed out windows, they would be alive if they had that seatbelt on. And the fact that they were unbuckled and getting thrown from the vehicle um, obviously uh, was the major contributor in their death. They, they may have been hurt. They obviously would have bumps and scrapes and pre- be pretty sore if they're rolling their vehicle through a ditch, but they're going to be alive for the most part. And I think people don't understand that. There's the old excuse that I hear from time to time that, well, I don't want to get trapped in my vehicle if I go into a water and I, and I can't get my seatbelt off. And I can tell you I've never seen anybody get trapped in a vehicle that uh, couldn't get out because they had their seatbelt on and wish, wish they didn't have it so they could escape quicker. Uh, it's certainly, uh, I think that's a, a point that, has, that shows no, no weight at all. Uh, what about uh, in accidents where you have to cut someone out of a vehicle? Uh, how does uh, being buckled in play into those? Well, it's perfect because that's exactly where you want to be. You want to be buckled up. Uh, we can cut a seatbelt in a second with a knife. It, it's not that big of a deal. But uh, these vehicles now have airbags. They have side curtains. They have thoracic bags. They have the lumbar bags. They have they have knee bolster airbags. All, and the front steering wheel airbags, everything is there to protect you. Uh, the seatbelts themselves also have these pretensioners so that if you're involved in a collision, 
they uh, they will actually uh, detonate and actually pull the seatbelt in a little tighter just to make sure you're in the absolute perfect position so that if the airbags deploy, um, you're you're even better positioned uh, to be uh, secure. If you're not secured, uh, you're going to be tumbling around and there is not going to be any means of protection. Uh, your head will go into the roof. Uh, you know, there's so many injuries. You could you know break every bone, break your neck. It's just, uh, it's, it's just a bad situation all the way around. You need to be in that seat position so that all the other safety systems of the vehicle are can can do their job to protect you, to keep you alive, uh, to slow down the collision event. Because the collision event, as, as much as it looks like they go, you know, for a couple of seconds, uh, you may think their cars are sliding around and you see uh, squealing or hear squealing tires. The collision event is done within about a, a third of a second, 300 milliseconds, and the crash event is over, and the rest of the time, you're just kind of going along for the ride. And so in those 300 milliseconds is when those seatbelts are restraining you and holding you back. When you watch the crash tests that Transport Canada does and, and all these companies that do the crash test worthiness, and you see the slow motion um, uh, replay of these crashes, and you can see the body of, of the person getting uh, absorbed into the seatbelt and slowly get decelerated uh, in towards the airbag, that is there to keep you, keep you safe and keep you alive. Without that, uh, you're going to be right through the window. Okay, so you started uh, your campaign uh, today. Uh, do you have some numbers? How many people did you find? Well, you know, I don't have the numbers right now, but I've been talking to officers all day already. I was doing enforcement uh, this morning with a, a bunch of officers on Highway 401, and uh, we were there for less than an hour, and uh, we had a lineup of cars with people not uh, not buckled up. Uh, really? Mini vans, construction trucks, uh, co- contractors vans, sedans, everybody. Uh, some of them were passengers, some of them were drivers, and the driver that I spoke to, he, he approaches me, and I'm standing on the side of the ramp, and he's kind of curiously looking at me and wondering why I'm standing there, and I tell him to stop, he rolls down his window, and I say, hello, good morning, how are you? And he's fine, he's, he's just adjusting, he's holding his coffee and making sure that everything is good in his vehicle, and I told him, well, I stopped you because you're not wearing seatbelts. Oh, yeah, I was just about to put it on. Well... You just got your coffee. You just got your gas. You got your your uh, your bag and computer and all your stuff ready for the office. And you're you're on the 401 now. And and you probably live several miles away. And, and they're they're too consumed to get to work and get down time and get their coffee and and do everything. But they're not thinking about the number one thing is is their personal protection, their personal safety. So sadly, uh, it has been very busy for us. Did you give them a ticket? I did. He did get a ticket. It was a $220 ticket. He was not impressed. Uh, but hopefully he understood, and hopefully he'll change his uh, his uh, his behavior and, and remember that that's something that should be the first thing that he does when uh, he gets into his vehicle. Even if you're getting your wallet out of your pocket, you need to take your seatbelt off when you're going through the drive-thru. That's fine. But you put your wallet back in, and you put your seatbelt back on before you leave the parking lot. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, this blitz is going to last, what, all week? We are going right till October 7th, next week. But just so keep in mind as well, the seatbelt use is still considered one of our big four, the leading causes of death and injury. And that's what our priorities are on the highways for public safety. So we are looking for distracted drivers, impaired, aggressive drivers, and and seatbelt compliance 
every single day of the year. So as much as uh, we're talking about it this week and next week, we're, we're patrolling for that every single day of the year. We're just trying to bring this to the forefront and start that conversation and, and just remind everybody, put those seatbelts on. And if you're a passenger, you have a huge voice. And, and make sure that everyone is buckled up because it's your own safety as well that uh, needs to be, uh, be thought about. And just because they don't feel they need to put their seatbelt on for your own sake, Tell them this vehicle will not drive until everyone is buckled up, and you know, it, it it probably won't happen. But unfortunately, like we see in our stats, 43 people died already this year just in Ontario that the OPP investigated, and they were not buckled. So it, it does happen. Okay. Will, but anyway, it, it just. It's something we want to remind everybody. Okay, well, uh, consider them reminded. Uh, Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, thank you so much. Thank you very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.